Welcome back, everybody, to episode three of the Leading for Impact podcast brought to you by the Instructional Technology Initiative, ITI, and LA Unified. I'm your host, Francisco Canchen. And I'm Jamie Calcana. And everybody, I, I really want to open up this podcast by stating the following fact. Um, we don't know our featured guests. We've never met them in person, um, but it feels like we've been friends forever. Um, I'm really excited that they both agreed to join us. And I may add that they just finished their whole day of teaching mm-hmm. and they're still at their school site, right? So they are still there putting in the work. Uh, we chose these two educators, or as we refer to them, ed tech influencers, due to their dedication and willingness to share their promising practices with everyone at their school site, but also via social media. So they really put themselves out there. Yeah, they do. They do. I follow them too. Yes, we have Isel Mesa and Maria Yaniguez. They are both advocates and practitioners of the work we do in LA Unified around instructional technology. As a district, uh, one of our focuses is on implementing the ISD standards. So those are International Society for Technology and Education standards that our district has adopted since 2016. So these standards are basically how to teach with technology for students, educators, education leaders, and even for coaches. But today we have educators with us and education leaders who I think really model what it's like to be a educator who is a citizen. So that's modeling and promoting their digital identity Uh, These educators are coming on as collaborators, so they dedicate their time. I know it happens because all of the amazing things they do can't happen without dedicating planning time uh, to collaborate with each other and really create some authentic learning experiences leveraging technology, which I know we will hear about today. And they're also facilitators in this work. So we're really creating those learning opportunities that not only challenge our students, but also models and nurtures students' creativity, their expression. Take it away. Keep it away. <laughs> well, wow. What an introduction. Thanks, you guys. Uh, what a welcome. Uh, first of all, I'd like to start off by saying that what an honor to be on your podcast And what a wonderful thing that ITI has a podcast. Yay. Yay, we did it. (laughs) So I'm already following you guys. This is super exciting. And thank you. Thank you for starting this podcast. And thank you for, for, um, you know, like you said, we've never met. I feel like I already know you guys because we follow each other on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, if you don't follow ITI, please do. You'll just, uh, the resources are amazing. My name is Isel Mesa and I am a classroom teacher. Um, 22 years. I started with LAUSD 1997 as an aide at Chandler, and I got hired uh, 1999 at Chandler. 22 years later, I'm still at Chandler. You never, you never left. <laughs> I've never left, and I've taught TK and K. I've never left those grade levels. So, yeah, it's been a it's been a great experience. I love what I do, and just throwing technology into it. I'm just excited for the conversation that we're going to have today. Thanks, you guys. Yes, thank, thank you, you so much. And I am uh, Maria Iñiguez. I am the Title I TSP coordinator at Chandler. I don't have my own classroom, but I have been an educator for I think it's my 26th year. I've taught um, first, second grade. I actually started teaching when it was uh, bilingual, so I taught in Spanish and English. I am bilingual. 
I taught first and second grade at Bassett Elementary School. Then I taught second and third grade at a Garden Grove Elementary School. Then I came to Chandler a little bit over about 10 years ago and became the, the coordinator here where I work with uh, teachers. I support them. I work with parents. I work with EL students, support, you know, just the school in general. And last uh, semester, the spring of 2021, I earned my bachelor's, I mean, my master's degree in uh, educational technology from Cal State Northridge. Wow, congratulations. Mm-hmm. See, just when I knew, just when I thought I knew everything about you, <laughs> there is always something else. And I think uh, so you're being a bit modest because I, 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 doing some research, I found out you were Teacher of the Year, right? Yes. Well, teacher yes. of the Year. Tell us about yeah. that experience. Like, tell us. I mean, it's not that, you know, I mean, we have over, you know, I don't know, 20,000 teachers in the second largest school district here in the nation. So how did that happen? Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. That was the Sherman Oaks Chamber of Commerce um, every year. Uh, they, you know, I honestly do not know how my name got put on the list. I don't really know how I got nominated. All I know is one day my principal walked into my class and she just told me congratulations. So um, that was 2000, I think it was 2014 or 2016. I get those years confused. Um, but yeah, it was an honor. Um, I feel like... You know, I really, really love my job and I just throw my, anybody that knows me, I just throw myself into it. Um, And it was just an honor to be acknowledged. You know, there's so many wonderful teachers in the district and for me to be acknowledged and recognized and, you know, my family was there and got a certificate and it was really cool. It was, it was a great, it was a great honor. Yes. (laughs) She was also last year for the honorary, wasn't it the pandemic, teaching the pandemic, Sun gave an award. And her and also Jamie Choi at our school, they were honorees on that too. So. Yes, that's right. Oh. <laughs> so pandemic teacher of the year. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Honorees. honorees, pandemic teachers wow. of the year, which, wow. yeah, that was pretty cool too. <laughs> Love it. Congratulations to you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So how about we get started? Um, like Jamie mentioned, we see you everywhere virtually i'm sure it will be in person soon right i feel like we're getting there we're getting there (laughs) right we see you at like our ditch sitcom event that we hosted we see you at leading edge at tech summit every april cs for lausd conference and many other professional development sessions i remember the first one i met you both it was it was in person at a pd it was digital persons with purpose but one thing that 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 i i want to you can share some strategies. How do you take your learning back to your school site and share with others? Like, is it because you are the great leaders that you are at your school site? You just walk in there and everyone's like, hey, here comes Sele Maria. Like, let's listen. Or how, how does that work? Like that. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maria walks in and then tells us what to do. And that's it, right? Okay. Right, right. No, well, I mean, I think first, right, Maria and I, I think Maria discovered ITI a couple years before my before me, but um, just discovering ITI, you know, with a like-minded educator and really, you know, what you guys have to offer. And we saw what other schools were doing and what other educators were doing. Like we couldn't not do it, you know, like that lit the fire. So definitely the passion from ITI and what you guys have taught us in those, you know, all the classes, I mean, every single standard, anybody out there, if you don't know ITI, they have a class for like every single ISTE standard, students and educators. 
Um, it, it's just tremendous wealth of knowledge. And once you see what is possible, you can't help but get energized. Right, Maria? I mean, we always get so excited about what we learn with when we go to ITI. Is that right? No, it's true. It's once you know, part of it is the not really knowing. It's the not really knowing. So once you, you know, attend and you're making these connections with other teachers, other like-minded people. And sometimes you feel like, oh, I'm not so sure. I don't really know. Well, it is. That's what it's for. It's for everyone. And it's differentiated. And you just learn so much that when you come back and you just want to share it. One thing that we do have to do is if we go, we bring it back. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole purpose of it is to share the knowledge and to share uh, with the staff. And so we meet as a team and, and we bring it back. And that's what we did. Right. You sell that time that we went to the what was the what was the, those meet? It was um, computational thinker development. It was development team programming skills. We gained all this knowledge, came back with all these wonderful resources and, and product, and the, the, the fire was lit. Why do you feel like that connectedness, that capacity building, that awareness and desire, how, is that necessary and essential like to, for a school to be successful? Well, we, have, well we, yeah, had, we had our group of teachers, right? And then um, from there, we, and it wasn't everybody at first, and it's still not 100%, but we're, we're, we're there. We are in a great place. So um, we decided to get together and form our tech committee, correct or so? Right, right. Tech team. A tech team. And with this tech team, I think that supporting each other helped us then because what we were aware that there's change. Change was coming even before the pandemic. We right. saw this change coming. So right. we were interested. We wanted to bring you know, computational thinking, computer science, coding with the, the dash robots to the school. But you just can't like throw it out to everyone and just give it because you have to know what to do with it. You have to have the knowledge, you have to have the time, and you have to have the practice. Mm-hmm. And it's part of what we did as a team. We developed the on-site school PD that we then did during bank time, but also after school. Um, we gave the teachers the time, we gave them the resources, we practiced like, give me an example. Like, what? What are these little school-based PDs that you're talking about? So we had one workshop on... Uh, I mean, we went also, like Maria says, you know, the level of comfort with technology is vast with yeah. teachers, right? Because we are not computer scientists. We are not computer programmers, right? Mm-hmm. So our principal had the great idea um, of leveling these classes. So some of them were how to create a PDF. How to create PowerPoints. That was one of the first ones. But if you were already doing that, then there was another workshop on, um, what was one of them, Maria? Um, Google Classroom, Google Docs, right? Google Slides. And this okay. was back in 2019, I think it was. But it was also, we also had the dashboards where we brought them to our staff meeting. We brought them to the staff meeting and we made our little groups and center rotations. And I think that, you know, Isel, uh, not sure who had what, but we had the dash cards, the cards. So we had a small group of teachers, like they were the students and we were trying to model what we learned in the PD. Yeah. What you can do with this. So then we had a few of them, you know, we had painter's tape on the rug and we had a path where they had to code it. Um, we Sounds had like a- the digital, pl- those playgrounds that... Yes, and, and that's what we had because we felt that they had to see, like they had to have some learning and they had to see the value in this. It's not just here you go 
take this to your classroom, and then, you know, it, it collects dust. That's not what we wanted. We wanted it to go out there and, and for the students to use it. Mm-hmm. So those were our PDs, um, finding out what they needed. You're meeting everybody at their level, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. yeah and to find out, you know, we know, like, for instance, and, and Isel and I were very passionate about it. I get so excited about something that I learned. But just because I'm excited and passionate doesn't mean everybody else is. But what is it that teachers want? Where are they on this continuum, like, of their learning? Where are they? I think that one time you sell, we, um, in one of our PDs, something that I had learned from a PD I had uh, participated in was we put, um, what was it? I think it was a record player, a CD, you know, an iPod. Like, where are you when it comes to tech? Like, where do you feel you are? And wherever they stood, it's like, okay, so if this is where you are, what's the next step? That's your goal. Your goal isn't the end. Your goal is the next step where you feel comfortable. So I think that our our PDs were based on that. And like Excel said, they were level so that you feel comfortable. And to have buy-in, uh, the tech team created a tech calendar. So the tech calendar started very basic that first year. It was like, okay, uh, August, September, all, I think it was third to fifth graders had to have an email and have to know the email or they had to send an email. Like that was like a school project. Everybody had to do it. And then the next month it was like, okay, everyone has to teach the common, uh, common sense media lessons for digital citizen. You know, we never done that before. We never even were considered. making all of these plans at your own school. Yes. So this was on our tech calendar, and then yeah. we gave a timeline. Okay, you have till November to do this, and and if you and if you need help, come come talk to us. Mm-hmm. And then in December, we all wanted everybody to try code.org. Yes. I know. So, and, and and it sounds like I, are you two computer scientists like in the in your spare time like are like. <laughs> You're at an elementary site, right? And and you have TKers, you have, you know, uh, fifth graders, fourth graders. Mm-hmm. You have them doing, you're introducing computer science and concepts, right? To teachers as well. Like, do you have a science, a background in computer science or how? Because I, I get this sense of confidence. We, we promote computer science. You know, right. I have my, it's, it's different having, you know, the ed tech masters as computer science, but... When code.org first started, I, and I tend to do this quite a bit, I signed up to school. And then, like I told everybody, okay, okay. by the way, I signed us up, so this is what we're doing. Okay. And at first, they were okay. And I, I love the Blockly code. I love the Blockly code because it makes the programming a little easier. I also like when you can look inside the code mm-hmm. and you can see if it's in, you know, JavaScript or Python, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, we started with that. Um, and from there, I personally like Scratch. Okay. I, I love Scratch. And the Yay! reason is this, I'm out of the classroom. So in order for me to really support teachers, I feel like I have to teach. Mm-hmm. Like I can tell a teacher, but they can easily say, well, what does Maria know? She's not even in the classroom. She doesn't have a class. She hasn't really done this. She's just kind of telling us what she... You want to walk the walk. I do, so I can talk, because I constantly am talking the talk, okay? I thought you were a teacher. And when you told me you weren't in the classroom, that was a surprise. So- yeah, I was going to say, Francisco, I am not. I am nothing close to computer scientists. Okay. But I fight to be on this tech team. 
because I really have no business being on this tech team. <laughs> but the reason I fight for being on this tech team is because I feel like I'm a true representation of a lot of teachers out there. Mm-hmm. So I am not techie. Um, I can try to figure things out. I YouTube everything. Um, like we all do. Like we all do. But I think that taking this information and processing it through my brain helps me better understand my students, how they have to press, you know, process it and break it down. And also a teacher that needs more support. And we're doing great things. Yes, I do teach TK and we do bring, you know, computer science into TK and I love it. Love that. Love, love that. Great. I was just wondering about the teacher of the year then and like, you know, the pandemic teacher of the year. Have you grown? Yeah. So I do feel that bringing technology into the classroom has definitely reinvigorated my teaching. I feel like I'm teaching uh, just a different type, uh, not just a different grade level, but just in a different way. And on on that note, just, you know, in, in general, like I support teachers. So I'll go in the classroom and I'm, and, um, I'll also attend their grade level meetings. So many of the times in, in, in how I can help them is attending the grade level meetings and just listening to what they're doing and what the con- what content they're working on, what their end goal is, what project. And then I try when I can and if I can and if it's, you know, if it's something that, you know, I feel that they, they can also, you know, do, I suggest, I make a suggestion, hey, you know, this platform or this tool, or you can take it to the next SAMR level mm-hmm. by just doing this. Like you're at this level, you can, you know, take it to the next one just by doing this. Um, and I offer it. Mm-hmm. And usually I'll just, you know, show them. And then I'll say, I can come in. Mm-hmm. If you want me to come in, I can model it. <clears throat> we can co-teach together. And I leave it at that. A couple of days later, you know, I may come back and, and ask them again to see, you know, who's interested because the teacher, you know, has to allow me in. And luckily, we've been working together where I feel there's enough trust. There's enough trust. They know I'm there. I'm also there as a learner. I also go into classrooms where there's, you know, EL students because that's part of what I do too. Mm-hmm. So when I'm there, I use the strategies. You know, I say, you know, um, you know, I have them create. I have them clarify. I have them support, fortify. We use the same, you know, skills that they're using during their ELD mm-hmm. because, you know, we want to close that gap too. We want to include everyone and everyone can and everyone can create and everyone can be, you know, can invent, can be innovative. Well, you can tell this dynamic partnership, you all, to this friendship, right? It goes, it, it, so I, I think that that helps with the willingness to try and, and to our listeners, like, this is the most I've smiled in a while because it's just, it's just fun just listening to you both interact and talk and, and, and share ideas of how, how things work, right? Now, many of the things that I've learned is by also attending conferences and realizing, okay, I want more. Because I noticed that there's a lot out there for like computer science and ed tech, but like for secondary, because I understand the focus. We want them to be future career ready. But it starts in elementary. Mm-hmm. We are the ones that if we start here, if you're out there and you're listening, if you start now, they will take those classes or at least think about taking those classes in middle school and then maybe taking those classes in high school because you don't know. They don't, students don't know what they want yet and they don't know what they're interested in and they should have all these opportunities. 
so that when they get to high school, when they get to college, they're not the ones that are playing catch up. Mm -hmm. They're on the same playing field with everyone else. And I really, really believe that it starts with us. Um, I really do. Something that, you know, I learned in one of the um, ITI PDs is that the goal is 20 hours of computer science at elementary, correct? Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. So that's just the beginning of the, the pathway. Beginning. Okay. So I thought, mm -hmm. so I thought, okay, it's coming. Mm -hmm. It's coming. Do I want us to play catch up or do I want to be prepared? You want to be the and, leaders of that work. <laughs> yes. So when I saw this opportunity, I said, you know, I went to the, I went to our, our, our principal, which we have a new principal now, Mr. Skull. And I presented it to him and, you know, he emailed me something that he, information he got on it. And I said, I, I just really think this is good. We have some leaders and it's about finding the leaders in our school, our other leaders, our other colleagues, because it's not just us. We have leaders amongst ourselves that sometimes are very quiet. Okay. So we have to bring them out. And one thing you two do exceptionally well uh, on top of everything else, I think is the, what we call education influencer. Mm -hmm. So like, when did you start using social media professionally? I started in 2014, and um, but a few years back, uh, we took, and everybody that's listening, we took a um, course with ITI on, what was the title of the workshop, Maria? Digital, digital, pres digital Presence with Purpose. And we took that class thinking it was going to be about our students, <laughs> how to use social media responsible and how to, you know, be a good you know, be good on social media. And so lo and behold, citizenship. Yeah. <laughs> we take this class and they break it down to, for you. What is a hashtag? What is a tweet? How do you tag people? <laughs> and so um, we took that class and they had us make a Twitter account. Maria already had one. It was dormant. Now I'm on Twitter. And I cannot believe the world that Twitter has opened for me. I get to see what other real authentic teachers are doing in the classroom with tech. So because I follow tech and teaching and education, um, I get a lot of great ideas um, about how teachers are bringing tech into the classroom. And so then that's where my competitive streak also you know, rolls in. If they can do it, I can do it too. So um, it's great for that. Absolutely, yes. And with, you know, when I first had Twitter or when we went to that PD, you know, and I open it up and I see, you know, who I was, what I was doing. I didn't know what I was doing, <laughs> but, but, you know, it gave me focus. It says, okay, so what is it that I want in my digital footprint? What is it that I want out there? You know, and at first I used to think, you know, well, who am I? Who, who am I? I have zero followers. Who am I to tweet? You're an ad influencer. <laughs> but, you know, but, you know, at that moment, I wasn't. I was just... A little timid and a little taken aback, if you can believe that. About, <laughs> no. You, know, you were, what, you were down really, with right? You had a little doubt. About, you had a little doubt. What to follow, what to do, but slowly and surely, I saw other teachers and other teachers and what they were posting. And I said to myself, I do that. We do that. Yep. My school does that. I know other teachers who do that. Let me get out there. Let me showcase our learning. So what I'm saying is, is you can also, you know, promote change. You can make something happen, you know, and it's, yes, it's you. And you're a classroom teacher. You're an educator. You're, you're one person. 
but one person can cause a chain reaction. So when you share, when you collaborate, you may think that it's, you know, your tiny world, my tiny little followers, the people who I follow, but it's global. It is, it is out there and you'll never know who, who you're helping out or who you're giving an idea. I've had so many ideas that I've seen on there. Like, oh, I can do that. Oh, I can do that. You know, with the circuits and makey makey with the, um, you know, scratch, um, coding. So I think that I used to think a certain way about social media, like not for me, or it's kind of negative. And now my thought is you use it with a purpose Mm -hmm. and the purpose is to have that digital footprint as a professional to collaborate Mm -hmm. your knowledge, to share resources and, you know, for your, you know, professional learning network. So my mind has changed when it comes to social media. I look at it now as the do's like digital citizenship, the do's, not the don'ts, the do's, what should you be doing? (laughs) A lot of teachers in your We don't give ourselves credit. We're such a huge, this is why I'm so excited about this pod that you guys are, you know, creating here. Such a huge district. And there's so many great educators in LAUSD. We just don't know each other. We're just too big, right? And so here you're creating this wonderful, you know, environment with like-minded people that are interested in bringing tech into the classroom. So thank you for this podcast. I think that this is great because like I said, we're such a huge district mm-hmm. and here you are bringing people that have this in common, which is huge. I think it's just wonderful. Jamie and Francisco, thank you. And the goal is to have teachers just kind of move up on that. Like I said, that summer level. What did you do? How'd you level it up? Okay. I have been using doing and green screens for many years. Even before doing, I use iMovie. Mm-hmm. We're talking maybe eight years ago, I did the first iMovie with a fifth grade classroom. Um, so I love this. So this year, this, this summer, we had a couple of empty classrooms and I spoke with our, our principal. I'm calling it a creator lab right now. It's in the process. Um, I'm in a classroom. It's, it's, it's getting set up. And, and at first, you know, uh, Jamie and Francisco, I thought to myself, well, I'm not going to open it up till second semester, till I have it going and until I have all these little gadgets and, you know, whatnot. Mm-hmm. But a few weeks ago, I said, no, it's a creator lab and I'm still in the process of creating it. So why am I going to stop? Mm-hmm. I invited um, our fourth and four and five split class come in here. What I do with them is, is the scratch and, and the makey making. But I'd like to, um, I want other teachers to see the importance of computational thinking that, you know, through coding, but coding is, is not really, it's, it's, it's a part of it, but computational thinking, as Giselle was, you know, mentioning, is across the curriculum. I love that. Yeah. I mean, the way you're speaking of it, I mean, Chandler is so lucky to have both of you at that school. Like that's just what I'm thinking when I'm just hearing you speak. But it just sounds like you have such sound pedagogy. And I know the TPAC is a model you probably learned with us at ITI. And like you're coming with that strong pedagogical knowledge. You've been in the classroom. You've been teaching your content for over 20 years. You know, that's strong content knowledge. So it's that technical, technological knowledge that's really like reigniting all of this kind of energy that I'm feeling off of you too. Absolutely, Jamie. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I love that. I love that you lead with 
lead with instruction. You're actually true practitioners of that. Because when you said, yeah, I do do ink. But before that, I did it on iMovie. It's not the tool. It's really the concept, the ideas that you're able to apply to the teachers you coach or to the lessons that you teach. I see that you already have that lens and that you're inspiring others at your school with the lens that you see how education can be transformed. I love it. It's great. It's great. Thank you. You two are amazing. Might there be any like final thoughts or advice you want to give to our listeners to get to level up where like where you're at right now for our coaches out there and our classroom teachers or any, you know, anyone? Well, first, get on Twitter and follow ITI (laughs) underscore um, LAUSD and um, start taking the ITI classes. So get to know the ITI department. I had no idea that you guys even existed. Um, And then to be connected to the, yeah, to connect it, to be connected to, uh, you know, DOI is just super awesome because as a teacher, it always comes back right to the standards and to the teaching, not just. Uh, the tech. But um, yes, get involved, get, you know, get to know ITI, follow them on Twitter. That would be the first step. And as far as technology, just just do it. Just start. You're going to make mistakes. I made mistakes. The first time I did digital whiteboards, Mm -hmm. it was a disaster. We closed the iPads and then we did it again after recess. Mm -hmm. Um, So you're going to make mistakes and that's okay. As long as you don't give up and don't let those mistakes stop you, just start. Just start basic and you'll be happy. You'll be, you know, presently surprised for it. Yes. I think that one of the things that teachers are hesitant about is just starting. Mm -hmm. I learned from students. I have a student in fifth grade, not in my class, but who told me he's pretty much a scratch master. Wow. We got to get him on the pod. (laughs) I, I said to him, he was telling me about how, you know, he levels up and I said, I need your help on the next, you know, my next phase of the game. And he looks at me and I'm serious. He said, are you serious? I said, yes. I said, I don't know how to do that. So I'm going to help you. Yes. Yes, you are. Because like I said, I I don't know. So be open to learning. Mm -hmm. Be open, be flexible. And like Yourself said, hey, if it doesn't work, don't give up. Mm-hmm. Try it again later. Find out what little changes you can make, tweak it, and just start. You know, we're all in this together. Isela Maria, I can't thank you enough. We are, we are big fans. Thank you both for making time. I know it's been a long day, but we really do appreciate you both for sharing insights about how you're making a difference for students, teachers, and let's not forget the families as well. Oh, for yes. listeners, um, you can keep up with everything these two incredible educators uh, are doing at Chandler Elementary School via Twitter. Um, you can find their handle on our podcast page at achieve.lausd.net slash ITI. From the bottom of, of, of our house, we want to thank you, uh, you know, for doing everything you do. Um, Chandler is very lucky to have you both um, and have a great day for having us congrats on the pod thank you so much for having us thank you the leading with impact podcast was brought to you by the LA Unified Division of Instruction Instructional Technology Initiative 2021